0: What's up, everyone? This is Trey Van Camp, and you are listening to the Ministray Podcast. All right, you ready for this? Let's
1: do it. Let's just see what happens.
0: Man, we're doing
1: so good. Just like it's so planned. They're so prepped too. Our wives, Mm -hmm. like Shelby, spends like hours like going through. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, so our wives have a cultivate podcast. Hello, everyone. We're back for our second week in a row, Caleb, of us actually talking about things. And uh, to be honest, when we start, we're not fully super prepared. No, but like I kind of like those podcasts a little bit more if they go well. If they <laughs> if we're if they're professionals, yeah, yeah. yeah but easy. so our wives have the cultivate women's podcast. And they do all sorts of research. They have like an outline that they go through together. They're, they have each podcast ha- is in one of four categories. They're killing it. They are. So um, we're just trying to be like them. I honestly think a part of us doing this is just like we can't have our wives do this without us. We have do to do something, too. I know that sounds terrible. No, that's true. But it's kind of true. You know, we're that's like, but thought. we want to pod- We've talked about podcasting forever. And then they talked about it. And then they did it.
1: They. Yeah yeah they were it was literally I she said she wanted to do it and then uh I think the next week she was like so I think I'm going to be in a podcast with with Jordan and I was like oh well me and Trey have a podcast <laughs> she was like where is it and I said I think we did because we did do that one episode it was like the random discipleship where we talked yeah, about yeah when it was
0: just live that was weird YouTube live and I was trying to f- learn everything that was yeah that was quite a quite a practice round right there. We don't need to listen to that. No. Okay. So how are you doing today? I'm
1: good, man. I'm good. Really? I right. Well, I mean, I didn't really Sabbath, but
0: I'm good. So is that what you want to talk about today? I Sabbath. mean, I want to
1: hear why you didn't do well at Sabbath. Yeah.
0: To be honest, man, I'm like really stressed out today. Like I, last night and this morning I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not feeling good. Because... Like, I don't know. Like I'm depressed. <laughs> you know, why are you laughing at yeah, my let's, depression? Let's
1: talk about that. No, I'm kidding.
0: No, I don't know. It's weird. Like I go through, like I was just telling Jordan, wow, I've done so good. It's so like the first year when we planted our church, yeah. you weren't there. Brilliant. Zhang wasn't there. First year and a half, you guys weren't a part of the picture, right? So it's crazy. You, you've been here the majority of our mm-hmm. church life now, which is really cool. About but a few months. The first year and a half, I was depressed a lot, and I think it's because I didn't really have many people to go to. Mm-hmm. There were so many elements to it because, one, I was fighting for people to actually believe we were a church. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't have to deal with that battle. And the blessing and cursing of us kind of being planted from my father's church and planting in the same city, mm-hmm. and also in a time and era where uh, – um what satellite campuses are like super popular Mm -hmm. so everyone just thought yeah you're just a satellite campus and then i planted i was technically 23 when we planted (laughs) which is weird because i'm 27 now yeah but we're 20 i was 23 for um, two months and then i was 24 yeah and so people are like oh that's a nice youth group you got going on right and then to top it on top of all that I'm going to remind me to get back to depression, but to top it on, on all of that is we named it heart cry gathering because we wanted to still be a part of the heart cry network and heart cry church was already down the road. So anyways, we're far enough. As you know, there's mm-hmm. totally different cultures where we're at. We love that. We're, there's a huge need, but yeah. continuing. So the first year and a half, I was just battling to prove that we were a church and there's so many blessings to be connected with HeartCry. They've helped us financially. They've helped us even just with a name in the city. But at the same time, I feel like we really missed huge opportunities of momentum because they're like, oh, this is just a satellite because it's at a movie theater. So that kind of makes sense. It's on a big screen. Why don't I just go to the real thing? And then all during that time when we launched, when we launched, mm-hmm. we they actually didn't know about the building yet, like how soon it would happen. Almost right after we launched, they're like, okay, great, we're – we're you know, our building will be built in a year. Mm. And so it was just like this whole momentum killer in so many different ways. And then on top of all of that, I didn't have anybody who was in ministry with me. Like I realized it was just me. And so I spent many days, super depressed, mm. super discouraged. And my poor wife didn't know what to do with it. Cause I just be like, I'm dramatic. I think you know that. And yeah. So I'd be like Jordan. This, you know, we're we're terrible. We suck. All this stuff. People don't get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the yeah, those were really hard, hard, hard times. Especially like our one year anniversary when they officially announced like, hey, like you can see um, the building up. Like it wasn't completed, but it was up now. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the people who were at the heart cry before we launched. You know, I don't blame them. They're like, hey, this is a nice. Built. We're kind of, you know, yeah. you're struggling here. We got a nice building. Peace out. So that was really hard for me to get. And then it was all while I had no help. So I spent a lot of year and a half like super discouraged. But then when I got like the shot in the arm, when you and Jean came mm-hmm. or Zhang and you, because it was that order. I was like, oh, wow, we might actually make it. Like, this is like some good positive momentum. And with that, I had. W- Did I not already change our name by the time you came?
1: You, I think the our first Sunday there, it was still Heart Cry Gathering. And then I think the next one was when it was like.
0: Oh, funny. Like, officially in the books. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's why you wear that Heart Cry Gathering shirt all the time. Because that was technically your first employment. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, well, I didn't get
1: that. that. I got that like a month ago. <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So. Uh, that was quite the journey and honestly renaming our church Passion Creek Church has been like a huge blessing and a lot of people thought like oh you don't like Heart cry? that's not it at all but it was just a great way to say hey we are our own thing mm-hmm. as well so that helped a lot but since having you guys it's kind of been less depressing like I, I don't feel as overwhelmed and I'm able to throw some things off but I randomly go through these like pits and I don't know just uh, I was very discouraged in my sermon yesterday first of all yeah. I thought it sucked. And then second of all, um, I was like super excited about it. Then it just, I felt, um, I don't know. There's like awkward, it's just awkward. I felt awkward. And then um, a couple other things happened uh, kind of, you don't even know about it, but like with my family and Mm -hmm. not my immediate family, but anyways, just discouraging things about people I know and how they're doing now. So I was like, oh Lord, I'm not doing well today. So I woke up this morning and I was so mad because I woke up late this morning What's late? Six a.m. Oof, a whole hour late. Yeah, and so I felt guilt. Like <laughs> nobody on the podcast is gonna feel I know, sympathy for me. Like
1: wow, get over yourself. It's
0: so important for me on Mondays to start at five a.m. Like super important for me. But me yeah. and Jordan both slept in. So yeah. on accident.
1: Sometimes you need that. I don't know. Maybe not. But here's the other thing too. Though is you're whenever you get depressed. I don't know. I I have a hard time using that word but it's mainly circumstantial for you then, right? Like it a, a lot of it right. has to do with Sunday morning felt off or something and then it just affects the rest of
0: I think the next man there's days. so much to it. I don't know. It's it, like you said it's really scared to talk about the topic of depression because I don't know. I feel like I have it, yep. but I'm not going to say it's clinical or right. I'm not going to say I'm the one who has it the worst, but I still don't think I still think it's okay to say like, yeah, yeah. I'm depressed, I, it, it's like but it's not right. okay to act like you're an expert on right. the topic.
1: Because there are different calibers, mm-hmm. like clinical depression's a real thing. But yeah. I think a lot of times when people say they're depressed, they're talking about like discouragement. Well, like, it, I'm discouraged and I'm sad and I think that can dip into a depression, but I,
0: okay. So I'm discouraged probably.
1: I think that's a better word. I don't know. Huh. I, but you know how you feel.
0: So I don't want to honestly away from that. Cause like to me, Mm -hmm. I think going to Disneyland make everything better. So probably that just means I'm discouraged, (laughs) right? Cause like depressed is like, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah.
1: I think depression, I'm not an expert either, but I think it's more about a lack of feeling in a lot of cases. So like severe depression is like, you don't find joy or sadness. You feel nothing or it's like overwhelming sadness. Yeah. Gotcha. It depends. Again, it's, it's almost a spectrum. Hmm. There's
0: like, you told me only the only time to use the word spectrum was for autism.
1: Well, what? I said that? Yeah, didn't you say that? There is an autism spectrum.
0: Yeah, because you're like, yeah, he's on the spectrum. And I was like, what spectrum? You're like, well, anytime you say the spectrum.
1: Yeah, people generally refer to. But I can say that there is a...
0: So other people have backed up your claim. Other people have, yeah, that just means autism. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, scientists.
1: Science says so. But uh, so the autism spectrum is probably a noun, but a spectrum of depression could be like an adjective if you want to think about it that way.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, No, yeah, so discouraged, I guess, is a better word. I guess I'll go so with how, that.
1: How, well, how do you get out of it, usually, then? Does it go away on its own? Like, by tonight, are you going to be good? Or do you have to go through another Sunday where you feel like things went well to make up for it?
0: Um, Good question. I don't think that's a healthy way to look at it. Like, I think if I had to wait till next Sunday, it shows my I'm basing my hope off of Sundays, right. and that's, like, not good at all. So, I would say if that was the case, then it would go up and down, up and down. And I think the first year and a half was a lot like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a timeline. Sometimes it takes a while. And I say a while, but that's for me. My term of a while is probably <laughs> they're like, you jerk, yeah. you know. Um, sometimes I've had like m- like a month where it's like I'm just not happy mm-hmm. for a whole month. And I try everything I can. But it's just so funny because I just got off of like a month, month and a half, like super high mm-hmm. of like, man, I'm not discouraged anymore. So I think this is like a good humbling. Yeah. Like, oh, no, Trey, you have a lot to learn. Quasimodo. Yeah. So, makes sense. Uh, but anyways, I the good news, so the th- couple of things. The the reason I'm, I'm frustrated that I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. is because I thought that's what I need. I need some time alone with God, some silence, some reading. Just kind of get my week started off right, and that'll get me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I had to preach to myself this morning on the way to work because I work at 630. So I didn't have time to read or anything Mm -hmm. Um, like grace. You know, it's okay. Like this doesn't ruin your whole day just because you didn't wake up early and spend time with him. I think like there's still some redemption there. Mm -hmm. So trying to remind myself of that. Um, uh, But another thing I did do yesterday is I listened to my sermon again just because I was editing and trying. I was like, is there any kind of clip I can find in here to produce? And I realized, oh it wasn't that bad. Like I was like, Oh, this actually, I still adhere to the content. I said, I think the only thing is there was just a few times. And it's just funny for me, those few instances make me feel like the whole thing was bad, mm-hmm. but there's a couple times where I, I, was literally speaking. I thought, should I say this or should I say that? And I kind of had these awkward pauses and I just wasn't sure which direction I was going. I was worried about. And then our, our manager for the theater came in a couple times it was come, and was coming. He was staring and counting and so when I was speaking, I saw him counting mm-hmm. and I was super distracted with that. Was it when I was of the new ones? Yeah, a new supervisor. I was like, what is he doing? And I was like looking around, trying to make sure we weren't breaking any rules. Yeah. So uh, stuff like that was going on in my gotcha. head. And so I just like felt this, like, oh, come on, Trey, like get out of this rut. And I never yeah. felt like I got out of the rut. But I went back and I thought, oh, this wasn't terrible. Like, you know, um, the good news is a couple people that usually don't say anything came up to me after and thanked me mm. for the way they're processing things and usually I take that as you knew it was bad so you're coming to like make me feel better <laughs> <laughs> or is actually good so I don't know I don't need to define myself by how I do and right. so I need to stop that so that's just a reminder of that but anyways the funny part is I asked Jordan like how was it and she was really slow in response I was like that's all I need to know it yeah. was terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways I still liked what I talked about I just wish I had a couple more illustrations and um kind of a better intro and a better conclusion so that's where i'm at so i don't even know if i want to talk about it at all let's not then wow that makes me feel great okay so depression though so yeah discouragement um i'll I'll just talk a little bit about the message so i talked about repentance is the entrance to abundance and that's you know i think that's it's everything you need to know so it's churning away like that is like the essence of the good news of Jesus. But then I really talked about, and it's a lot about what we talked about in the last week's podcast, that's just the life of Jesus. But now you need to pursue the lifestyle of mm-hmm. Jesus. And what people told me that was helpful was this part, how um, we really mix up a lot about our, the role of obedience in our relationship to Jesus. And so we need to see how obedience isn't the entrance to abundance, but it's certainly how we experience abundance. So it's how we, now that we've entered through repentance and we need to live a life of continual repentance, there's still this joy of obeying. And actually, um, I said, uh, we've convinced ourselves we can have a renewed life without a restricted lifestyle, but that's not working really well for us at all. Mm-hmm. And that actually goes to discouragement um, discussion. Something I have a hard time with is part of me says, yes, um, it doesn't matter what you do, some people are just depressed. Mm-hmm. But like part of me still wants to push back a little Mm -hmm. because I also think there's some people who are discouraged mainly because look at your habits. Of course you're going to be discouraged.
1: Yeah. No, I think for sure. I think you're the way that you live your life can affect you mentally. I mean, again, it gets dicey because I like if it comes down to like a, a chemical imbalance in your brain, how that starts, I'm not smart enough to say, but I think it's possible. That if you live your life in a way that is exhausting and you put yourself in situations, then it could lead to that.
0: Um, yeah. So I think it needs to be, okay, we're not going de- right. to like describe what you have, but yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. And maybe it will help.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, like seeing a doctor and everything, that's great. But I think, yeah, I don't know. It just goes back to this idea that we, I don't think we give enough power. We don't realize the power that our our patterns and our lifestyle has over us, especially physically, too. Like, I know a lot of people who not a lot of people, but some people who have struggled with um, mental illnesses of any sort like this. They'll they'll talk about how changing their diet helped yeah, or how like exercise. I mean, exercising has a chemical reaction in your brain. There's that. But even just like what you spend your time doing, like a lot of psychiatrists and doctors, they really emphasize finding joy in things. Right. And I think that's I mean. But it goes back to this whole thing of like, if we, we want a renewed life, whatever that looks like for us, I think we we're so prone to look in every other direction than restriction. Right. And I think it's hard when you talk about restriction because you also want to push back against this idea, especially now in today's world. Like we want Christians, we want ourselves as Christians to seem, I don't want to say tolerant, but more open armed Mm -hmm. and like. And I think when we start talking about restrictions and things like that, it's it's hard to... You can quickly
0: fall into religion. Yeah,
1: so it's really... It's like we're walking on a balance beam, trying not to fall off. But I think it's true that... I don't know. There's a lot of hypocrisy in the church, too. And I wonder how much of that... I don't know. I just think a lot of this, like, church health issues, which is mainly what I've been thinking about since we've been doing this series for Polly, is um, how many church issues can be kind of fixed by following these patterns not in like a legalistic sense but just genuinely like finding joy and spending time with god and finding joy in sabbath and finding joy in meditation and things like that because i think when you do that like jesus actually takes a higher place in your life mm-hmm. has a higher role in your life and then i don't know it also ties into like philippians where which I, we we're going through for our Malaysia trip, Southeast Asia, trip. Southeast Asia trip. Oh no, <laughs> we're going to get arrested. Uh-huh. Um, no, but this idea that like, we all want the joy that persists despite our circumstances, but we never
0: talk about what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> My dog, she's here like hitting all the tripods. <laughs> I know. And wife, you interrupted. Yeah, that's good stuff. No, yeah, so I, that was kind of the point I wanted to drive home yesterday about how obedience still has such a huge role. Jesus says all throughout, like, you know, um, do you love me? Obey my commandments, mm-hmm. you know, and so obedience has a huge role in it. Right. And so I really talked about how uh, these practices are how we participate in his promises. So you hear all these things. That's why there's such a disconnect, I think, with people and Christianity is because... You hear it's just grace, grace, grace. Awesome. I've received grace. I've said, great, I want it. How come I still don't feel peace? How come I still, you know, I see these promises. I don't feel these promises. Well, what are your practices? Are they reflecting, wanting to tap into um, what God has for us? So I did have a one-liner. We are so scared of obedience becoming our entrance that we have forgotten its significance to the life of an apprentice. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was kind of the the whole point I wanted to hit home. I got an encouragement from uh, one of the new ladies who's been coming to our church about my thing on baptism. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just want to thank you for like how you talked about it and how there is this blessing that comes from baptism. Just because it's not what saves us doesn't mean we don't do it. Like it's still, there's so much satisfaction that comes from it. And it's just simply put, it's because Jesus did it. So we do it. And Mm -hmm. it's just this beginning step of, I'm going to adopt the full lifestyle of Jesus and baptisms, a big step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. I think too, I don't know. I talked about this a little bit in my meditation sermon. I probably should have spent more time on it going back, like thinking back on it. But I think a lot of times too, we pursue these practices like I think it's a it's another balance beam we walk on where we promise people or we tell we remind people of the promises that if you uh, like if you practice Sabbath and meditation and prayer you'll have peace and you'll find joy um, but if you go into it wanting those things mm-hmm. I just wonder if that has a negative effect like I think so I talked about meditation uh, Psalm one uh, the the promise is that the person who meditates um, He's like a tree planted beside streams of water who produces fruit in season. And we read that and we think fruit is great. We want that. Um, But what I think people reading that at the time would have understood that we don't understand or that we've forgotten is Mm. the fact that trees don't produce fruit for themselves. They produce fruit for other people. And so a lot of times, Mm. like I wonder how much if we practice meditation or practice these things, if we kind of take ourselves out of the equation a little bit and realize that um your like your quiet time is not about you. I mean it is cuz it affects you, but your the end goal isn't to, for you to have peace for the sake of peace. Right. And I think it's the same thing with Sabbath um, or even like overcoming like depression or discouragement or whatever it is. I think the more that you focus on yourself, the harder it is to get over that. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes the answer is Maybe I need to meditate so I have peace to pass on to other people yeah. or I have joy to pass
0: on to other people. So I can love God and love others, right. which is so simple, but it's actually the answer. You forget it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially
1: with these practices. If you promise people, you know, you want to participate in his promises. Why do you want to participate in the promises? I don't know. I think that gets, I think that, that, that can take you down a, an iffy path. Cause I can already, I mean, I can imagine conversations that I, have had with people and probably will have with people where it's like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff. Nothing's changing. Right. Like, God, give me peace. God, I'm praying. Give me peace. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, I don't know. I think, I think it just comes down to, uh,
0: I think this is why a lot of people just avoid the topic altogether. Cause yeah. they're so scared of going in the wrong direction. Yeah. But I do like how, uh, the rhythm we've established is doing this once, you know, every four months. Mm hmm. Cause I think it's not something that you should just harp every single week. Right. Like it's all you ever preach on. Cause yeah. it can kind of get like, okay, we get it. Like there's just an exhaustion there. Mm-hmm. So spending some more time also just on teaching, um, I think is helpful, you know, just a, a balanced diet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Sabbath. So I think that kind of nails it on the head. I think that's why I was really tired this last weekend. So Friday night through Saturday is my Sabbath and, um, I usually have a no phone policy, but this week I was like, no, you know what? There's grace. I'm really tired. Uh, How about like, oh, I want to watch. We actually watched John Wick, which Mm. let me tell you, that's (laughs) a great movie. And we liked it so much. We watched John Wick 2. And I actually don't regret doing that because it was with my wife. We were enjoying each other's company. The kids were already asleep. So that was Mm. fine. But I think that started, that was Friday night till like midnight. So then Saturday morning I woke up and it just, I I had a choice to either go work out, run, pray read um a new book that i just got or lounge around and i think there's a huge difference we forget there's a difference between laziness and rest mm-hmm. and i chose laziness on saturday mm-hmm. i was just like you know what i don't need to work out today i, I can use some rest because um, my knees have been killing me from running but that's another story and then i was like oh let me watch uh some youtube videos and i just went down this rabbit hole And I was just exhausted by like 1 p.m. I was like, I can't believe I just did all this. This was stupid. Like, I am exhausted even though I've done nothing. And so that kind of, I was like, well, so I try to make Sabbath a little bit better. I try to read a little bit. But I pretty much just shot it. Like, it was just done. Yeah. And so I think that kind of brought itself into Sunday where I just kind of didn't feel this. I I wasn't operating from rest. You know, I was kind of operating from just like exhaustion. So I think I was just kind of hitting against that a little so bit.
1: So what would you say cuz I I think I, I don't know you may have talked about this a little bit in your sermon if you did on Sabbath? I, I don't remember, yeah, I apologize. But <laughs> how <laughs> how would you because I don't think so for you like you get genuine rest from working out and reading books and all that good it's stuff. It's different for everybody. Right. So how would you how would you uh justify somebody who Like, can, do you believe that people can find rest by lounging around and watching movies and doing whatever, if that's their Sabbath, like, how would you talk to somebody who says, well, that's how I get rest? Like, do you want to say like, that's okay. Or is your instinct more to push back? Yeah,
0: I think, I mean, I think it's very much nuanced. I think my honest opinion is more people think it's what they need, but it's actually not what they need. Yeah. So there's something to that. I think if you're constantly um, still just consuming content, yeah, I don't think that's going to give you genuine rest. Mm-hmm. So there's something to that. I do think, though, like there's a good once a month where you're just, you know what, I'm going to enjoy movies today, yeah. and I'm just going to lounge, and it's like <laughs> no guilt. Right. Um, but I feel like people do that too often. I don't know. I, I think essentially what you're looking for in a Sabbath, by the way, it's a 24-hour period every week. The day itself doesn't matter. It has a intentional opening and an intentional closing. Mm. So what I do is Friday, I actually fast all that day because it makes that opening meal super like sacred and fun. Mm -hmm. We have a meal either with just my family or with friends and uh, we spend the night enjoying each other's company that might involve TV that might not. Mm. I think I need to do a better job of leaning towards the might not. I usually lean towards the let's watch something, yeah. which again is okay right. And this is why Sabbath people turn it off because it's like, oh, you need to do it this way or else it's not. you know there needs to be grace and it's according to each person, right. Um, uh, but anyways, I, I think it essentially has three things. It's uh, to stop working, stop wanting and stop worrying. And so if those, if what you're doing checks those three boxes, and by Mm -hmm. the way, it's stop working because you're realizing that God has worked for you. Like you're operating from him. Your significance is not in you working. You're going to stop wanting because you know, he is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm -hmm. So it's this, like you just said, it's not this emphasis of I need rest. It's this emphasis of I need the father. Right. And I need to take a rest from this whole crazy world yeah so i can be with the father so if my motivation is i need to rest so that i'm more productive next week i don't think that's the right gotcha uh um that's that's not the right foundation so stop working stop wanting and then stop worrying so i think that means uh first of all like even things that are just heartaches in life like reality uh, you just take a day not to think about those. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also means you spend that day worshiping. You spend that day being grateful. So I try to now um, spend that day more of just looking at my children, looking at different attributes that they have and thanking God for that. Like, oh, yeah. God, I'm so thankful that Salem crazy. Like, thank you for that. God, I'm thankful that faith is so organized and loves people. Thank mm-hmm. you. God, I'm thankful that Trinity's doing great, even though she's a preemie. Just stuff like that, like right. uttering those thanks throughout the day. Um, really does start to kick an effect. And something I realized is, is you don't feel that rest until like right when it's over. Gotcha. You know, because I don't think... Because that shouldn't be the focus. Right.
1: Because it's not negligence. Like you're not neglecting. I think that's... I don't know. I think... Yeah, I think that's big. You don't, you don't neglect your worries and things like that. I think you redirect them. Right. So I wonder if that's... Because a lot of people, I think, think of Sabbath as a way to catch up. I mean, even you talked about it. We... What did you
0: say? We're meant for like a 25-hour day? Yeah, so there's this U of A guy, which, by the way, they didn't even make it into March Madness. Did you know that? I did, yeah. That's it's okay. ridiculous. It's Do you fine. think Sean Miller's gone? I
1: don't know. All I know is that w- in three years, we like tanked. He gave like a thank you speech.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. He didn't address if he was coming back next uh, year or not. I don't know, man. Bad time to be a U of A fan. But the, so the professor from U of A said that we're full of hormonal imbalances. His name was Lerman, Professor Lerman. Do you know him?
1: I don't think so. Okay.
0: Because you went there. (laughs) Full of hormonal imbalances, fatigue, insomnia, organ stress, and serious physical mental symptoms. And he points to the fact that biological clock operates on a 25-hour cycle. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we always will feel behind. So, yes, the Saturday means it's a rest to kind of, you know, roll over minutes of actual more sleep and just less uh, worrying about things. But anyways, yes.
1: So, I Yeah. I think we make Sabbath or the point of Sabbath to be more productive. Again, we make it about us and I think that, that is that's totally why. my
0: inclination but I, to make that, it to be more productive.
1: That's everybody. Well, not everybody's. I think everybody makes it about themselves. So it's yeah. about productivity or it's about rest. I think people mistake. Yeah. People mistake Sabbath for negligence or they think I can neglect my family. Uh, do you and Jordan Sabbath on the same day? Yes. Do you think that's like a necessity? I think if you're so. Married. Yeah.
0: I think it's necessity. Um, but I mean, if there's some crazy situation where it's impossible, I'd say, well, have that other person Sabbath another day. Mm-hmm. But we Sabbath different. How so? So she. Still keeps her phone around, even though I, I know I did last week. But she's like, No, I, I'm i okay to still have it on me and answer a couple comments. Like, if they bring gotcha. to me, I'm like, I need to be away from it altogether, mm-hmm. or else so I get so consumed and I start researching the analytics on my latest video. And it's just it's too much of a thing for me. Gotcha. So, I've that's something we've been learning the last couple of months. I can't impose my rules on her, she can't impose her rules on me. Mm-hmm. But we are trying to find the medium ground of what are some fun things we both enjoy some restful things that would be good for both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good question. But yeah, this whole productive thing. Uh, I think Sabbath is a declaration. My work is not my worth. And I think that's why I think Sunday I was immediately discouraged because I forgot to remind myself the day before what I do is not who I am. You know, my work is not how I feel about me. Right. So um, I think if I had properly Sabbath, I think I would have just walked in confidence yesterday that I preached a gospel message. I talked about the life that we can have in him. Mm -hmm. And I talked about the importance of baptism. I look at it objectively and say, you know what, the rest of it, God, maybe if I didn't make enough jokes, maybe if I didn't, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The point was we spent the whole time in a text. So praise God for that. And honestly, I can always take another swing next week. It's not who I am. So I I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, That is also a big one with uh, attendance. You know, like, that's not my worth. How many came, how many didn't. And so that's why I love doing it the day before Sunday. Because it kind of sets me in a better reality as I step into that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, I'm not good at Sabbath. But I think... Like me and Shelby, it's hard because our schedules don't line up. We were talking mm-hmm. about this last night, is we don't have a day. I mean, theoretically, we wanted to do Sundays, but After Mondays sure. are always so busy. Like, mm-hmm. to make it a full 24-hour thing, Yeah, Mondays always, there's something going on. I'm a f- I am would love to do Saturday, but she works all day Saturday.
0: Yeah, that stinks for her.
1: Um, Fridays, I would also Does like. Does she have
0: an actual day?
1: She, she would. Her day would be, like, her, for her, Sundays would work, Sundays to Mondays. But I would have to not do anything until Monday afternoon, which is feasible.
0: Yeah, what if yours overlapped like 12 hours? So I would start... You start ahead of her or she starts ahead of you. Well, I I count Sunday mornings
1: as work is the thing. Yeah, totally. So if I started earlier, because I'd have to start earlier to make it end on like a Sunday night. So I'd have to start on Saturday night, but then I work all Sunday morning and then... Mm. Unless you can kind of make it to where... Sunday mornings aren't work, but that's a part of Sabbath because it's worship, but it's also like I get paid. So Mm -hmm. that's rough. I think Fridays are also fun for me because I usually get done teaching Thursday nights if I'm teaching or if someone else is teaching, whatever, because we have college group. Yeah. And that's always like not, it's draining in a good way. Like you put a lot of energy into it. Yeah. It's like Um, a satisfaction. So you get a satisfaction from feeling like you worked. Yeah. Um, So Fridays, Fridays, I usually sleep in and I'll work on stuff, but not deadlines. Gotcha.
0: Um, but again, she works Friday nights. Poor Caleb. I always call him at like 6 a.m. <laughs> I've
1: stopped responding to your texts. Um, yeah, I texted you this
0: morning. It
1: was like 7 and I was, I was up but I was like, I was I'm like, going to see him in a couple asleep. hours. We'll talk. No, I wake up. I don't sleep. I don't wake up as early as you but I'm trying to because I used to wake up at like 5.30 mm-hmm. every morning and then you live with other people who's uh sleep habits affect yours and yeah all that but Mm -hmm. no sabbath i would love to to get into it and i think me and shelby too we've done days where we um like we'll just take a day and we'll go do something i think that's really big for us is it's easy for us to be consumers where we just want to stay in and watch movies and i love doing that like i'm i'm a big advocate for um, engaging with culture, like actively engaging with culture as opposed to consuming entertainment. I think those yeah. are different things. Um, and so when I Sabbath, if I like watch yeah, a movie, for sure. I do it like in a way that I think brings me value because I think it helps me understand the world. Anyways, um, our inclination is always to do that, but every time but we, you can
0: do too much of that,
1: you can do way too much of, of that. everything. I think, so we, like, we really enjoyed going to like record stores or something like that's like a really hipster thing that we do. Yeah. Um, but I've we never uh, done that. You should, it's cool, man. There's, so actually <laughs> why record, record What's store cool day, about it? it I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like music. Yeah, you don't. That's, I love,
0: thing. I love music, but I don't like, I don't, I like music. but I don't love it. You go through phases. I go through phases like crazy. I go through phases of genre. I'm glad I don't treat. Um, my wife, like I treat music because <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Oh, I'm done with you. And then a few let's move on. Then. And then a few months later, I like something, a different type of music right yeah. now. It's still the blues, baby. Still the blues. Like who? I don't know. I just play Good the job. blues playlist on Amazon echo. Mm. I actually don't know who yeah. besides BB King. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I just don't know. Curious. <laughs> I actually am very bothered. I don't know who, pla- I'm like, who is this? I don't know. This but one, you, I like this song.
1: You could ask who.
0: Yeah, that's too much I'm reading. and <laughs> It's and my
1: Sabbath. I'm it's not, my Sabbath. I That's too much work. Not talking. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, no, I agree on the culture thing. I really enjoy looking through that lens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get a lot of... I mean, like I said, sometimes that's Sabbath for
0: me. Do you know how to talk to Gen Z? Is this the... Uh, Have cool you Carl? seen this video? Dude,
1: KJ is obsessed with this Have guy. you actually seen it? I've seen... I haven't seen this one. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carl. <laughs> So it seems like every other week, the kids of Generation Z seem to come out with new slang terms that, quite frankly, confuse the rest of us older generations. So the goal today is to learn how to speak some of that Gen Z lingo. And joining me today on how to translate some phrases is our favorite spokesperson for the Gen Z kids, my cousin Brock. Say hello,
0: Brock. <laughs> okay, I love this. So he's this is the same person. Right. Um, I've always wanted to do something like this. Yeah. You know what I'm impressed with? So there's an easy masking tool you can do to do this. Yeah. But that mic is right in the middle. Yeah. So that's a really hard shot. I don't know. It's hard. The coloring. He did a good job of making it look really real. Yeah, he's a professional. I've always wanted to do like a uh, I'm this person and another, but I was like, ah, well, you I'm have to pastor. play two parts. I probably though. shouldn't do that.
1: Yeah. Like you yeah. Have it, to play the timing
0: is hard. Uh huh. I've done it on one episode where either I have a twin and it was tough. Oh, I, I Had a full that. conversation. It was tough. All right. Rock <laughs> right, let's do you think i'll get a copyright i, was, I was, was just about to ask
1: are you gonna show this yeah probably
0: Okay, remember when I told you uh, those those shoes are drip and you thought I was the dumbest? This was like a year ago. No. It was totally you. I was like, dude, this is drip. And you're like, what did you just say? And I was like, oh. And I found out about drip because I saw it on an Instagram video. And this guy was like, oh, it was drip. And people were like, what is that? And people were like, oh, that's a new thing. So I tried it on you. One time, yeah. and you're like, "That's weird. weird." And I always think that you know culture more than me, so I'm like, "Forget it. I'll never when say." When this
1: come out? This came out. So you were a year early. That's just weird. I was
0: super early, bro. That's weird. Do you know I was? I was one of the first to know the Gangnam Style song before it was even a million. What did you call it Gangnam Style. Oh, is that how they say it? I've always heard it Gangnam Style. Oh my gosh, you call it Nando's instead of Nandos. I do call it Nando's. <laughs> Let's not even get into it. No, that. It's not no, good. but Gangnam Style. I saw it before it hit a million, dude. How many did it have? It's a billions remember? now. Yeah. All right. Can you give me credit for that? No, that's cool. So then, no. Then okay, and then we're gonna move on. But no, keep going. Um, the, you remember the call me call you call me maybe song? Yeah. So those happened around the same time. Uh huh. So I shot. It's actually I deleted it from my YouTube channel. It was the first video I ever uploaded on my YouTube channel, but I deleted it. It got a lot of views. It was call me maybe, but we made our own lyrics to yeah. it. Because we were uh, RAs, so we made song. Anyway, I need to hurry. But in the Call Me Maybe song, we did the Gangnam dance, and mm. no one knew what it was for the first week, and then everyone thought it was the coolest thing ever because it blew up like three weeks later. Mm. So I felt so cool. It's because my friend Justin's from South Korea, so yeah. and he loves K-pop and all that stuff, so yeah. he was totally in on it. But I just want to say that. So I used the word fam, and fam- Bam. Oh, fam no, jam. Fam jam. You fam know, jam. Fam fam. I say Jam's fam bam.
1: We say, we say fam all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fam so is normal. we're millennial. It, well, this is Gen Z, right? Yeah. So if millennials start saying Gen Z things, does Gen Z stop saying those things? Totally. That's a good point. Yeah. But then lit, I use lit. I think lit's dying. I think that's, maybe that's why I use it. Yeah. You also, you just stopped saying baller life like a month ago.
0: Do you like how I called Shelby out on that? You did. Did she think
1: that was stupid? No, we, fun fact, I think Saturday morning I woke up and I was making coffee and literally out of nowhere... I said, hey, remember when Trey used to say baller life? And then the next day. And then the next day, you were like, I got Shelby to say baller life.
0: She did say it one time, right? No, I wasn't lying. She used to say it all the time. Okay, good. Yeah. I was like, I hope this doesn't sound weird. Because I said, you know, when you spend time yeah. with a lot of people. And I was like, well, I spent time with Caleb. <laughs> yeah, like, I like is- <laughs> how you added that in. <laughs> I'm always trying to keep my. Uh, no, watch good. my six. All right. Them kicks are dripping. I've always called them kicks. So that's not theirs. No, kicks is. That's a normal thing. Kay. Let's move forward. I will be glad to Okay, the bet thing. Yeah, I've, I've, I never know how to use it in the right context. It's, it's
1: hard because it's, it means like, it can mean anything because it's like, I'm gonna go do this thing and you say bet, but it's like that's kind of like challenging you. Like that's what I thought. But then also it could be an affirmation. Like
0: we should bet. Like cool. Like that. Like we should go
1: get ice cream. Bet. I Uh, maybe that's not right. Maybe I don't know,
0: man. Okay. (laughs)
1: The <laughs> third team lost very bad. It's got clapped. He seems upset. He little mind. He seems very upset. He big mind.
0: I like this music. That's a bop. That's a bop? I've yeah. never heard that. You've never heard it? Me no. and Shelby
1: have this debate over the difference between a bop and a jam. So those are two things. It's a music thing. You Do don't you like music. Do you remember the big, so. the
0: bop? The. Bop, bop it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 90s. Was that 90s? Uh, probably. Bring it back. I'm not lying. I've never heard no cap. Never heard that. Okay. That happened to you. Oof, that's an interesting. <laughs> statement. Weird flex, but okay. I've used weird flex in multiple videos, and mm-hmm. I've been made fun of every single time I've done it. Really? Oh yeah. Well, how do you use it? Weird flex, but okay. I don't know. Just like. Oh, I get it. Like. That's weird, but whatever. But it's like, like I am bragging. It's almost like humble brag. Yeah. Right. But it, but you're calling but out. weird. You're
1: calling someone else out.
0: No, I called myself out. Oh really? Oh yeah. Every time. mm. People yep. like when you call yourself out.
1: I don't think that's how he used it. Oh, whatever.
0: No, I don't think he used it that way. But that's how you I'm use a millennial, it? Eye. right? I'm not a fan of these appetizers. These apps are beauty. I completely
1: agree with that statement.
0: Facts. I agree. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 okay, that's KJ's
1: favorite. KJ, what? Is, what's his hashtag? Should we give him his, his hashtag a shout out? Or yeah. Or no? So
0: he made a shirt. I think it's on Teespring. Dot com is he selling it? Yeet your way to God. Yeah, which we can talk about theologically. I actually think that's an action, and I don't know. This seems like action based salvation.
1: Yeet your way to God. Well, it depends on how you define yeet. Yeah. So here's a fun fact: is I have a friend who's a high school. He's a freshman science teacher, and he says that the definition of yeet is changing. So now it means to steal. Yes, KJ
0: admitted that too.
1: So I don't know how yeet. But it your also way means to, to throw. Right. That's what well that's how it
0: started. To throw or to steal any kind of action. It's kind of I don't anything. think it's anything though. I think I don't know. So to steal your way to God. Way to go, KJ. I know. Uh way to buy that shirt. Wow, that's exciting news. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> boy. What does ye even mean? Ye is yeah that doesn't help. It's like Okay, notice what he just did here. Yeah. This is why I think this guy's great. Sunday Cool Tees. He's a t shirt company. Mm-hmm. So, this is brilliant marketing. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, buy my shirt, he makes a super engaging piece of content, mm-hmm. and he slips in. Oh, by the way, yeet. Look at that shirt. That's what he sells. He made that. Yeah. It's subliminal marketing. When are you going to start? This is brilliant. Doing that. I do that. These shirts? You know, let's just move forward. Right. It's, I kind of do it. i I don't know, I don't do it but just, I, just You should okay. It's okay like when Fab comes slipping in with a dripping swag Gem to some sick bop and no cap, you know these facts are about to be a lady fresh to death You're like, oh ha! That's from Cardi, Cardi B. B Yeah, okay, good, I knew that I'm not Just because of a Jimmy Fallon interview, but I knew that <laughs> Not that big response I don't get it Weird flex, but okay I don't know. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Brilliant marketing. And then it said, oh, by the way, super soft prints on soft, super soft tees. Coolcarl.com. KJ actually talked to that guy. Yeah, he, he bought shirts, shirts from, from, him. from him and everything. Yeah, he hook, line, sinker, them, dude. He, he, KJ fell for it. He did. No, I think it's brilliant. Did. I give this guy Carl, if that's his real name, cool, cool Carl, Carl, all the props in the world. That's that's a Gary Vee model right there. Do you think they'll sponsor us? Or take our video down.
1: <laughs> One of the two.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's what all the kids are doing these days. Just want to help you out with that.
1: This next generation, like, the, so I've been thinking about this. The freshmen that we're gonna get at Poly next year mm-hmm. are gonna be a hundred percent Gen Z. I thought all of them are already. I don't think all of them are. No, I think we're in the in the middle. Like, gotcha. I think this new batch is gonna be like a hundred percent Gen Z. Hmm. So I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> Watch this video over and over and <laughs> just eat it, man.
1: No, Poly kids, I don't know, man. Those aren't those aren't normal kids. Just eat it, yeah. Just eat it. Just eat them. This is getting weird. Yeah, it is. I don't know what to do.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Why do you call them Poly Kids? Because <laughs> they're from ASU Poly, and I still see them as kids, which probably isn't good.
0: Do you think they enjoy? Do you think Gen Z enjoys being called children?
1: Do I? I, well, <laughs> I don't know. No, probably not. But I don't think the Poly Kids are used to it, though. The Poly, it's better than Poly. The Poly nerds. Kids are used to. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, we love these poly kids. We love the poly nerds, uh, Kit. Kids, uh students, the polytechnic. <laughs> this is where we do ministry. No, it's fine. All right, where were we going with that? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, we were golly, talking about that that would have really got me. I don't know where we're going. Hopefully, that recorded on the microphone. That Hopefully you guys could hear it for the podcast listeners. Oh yeah. Otherwise,
1: we're going to be laughing and just saying, "Eat." What is yeet? Yeah. Lit.
0: yeah, that'll be kind of funny. Anyways, here's some practical ways for uh, to rest. I yeah. just want to give some of that, and then any other additional words you want to close with. Uh, so, set aside 24 hours where you don't work. Now, if you work with your mind, that means you need to work with your hand. Like refresh yourself with your hands. So, like mowing the lawn's okay because you've been doing. You've been sitting on a computer all week. Vice versa, if you work with your hands all week, refresh your heart with your mind. Read a book. Listen to podcasts, some things you don't normally do. Would mm-hmm. you agree to that? Yeah, for sure. Engage in a hobby that has no deadlines. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, there is something therapeutic about those people who always work on a car. I don't know how they do that, but I think that's to them. That's just like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have to finish this right away. I'm always going to tinker on it, mm-hmm. which drives me nuts because I need deadlines. Some more practical ways to rest is prayers of gratitude, which you talked about a little bit. Lock away your phone for 24 hours. Um, this, uh, the, the, Jewish people actually would, would, um, their Sabbath was 20 minutes before sunset on Friday and then 20 minutes before sunset on Saturday. Uh, so it's really interesting how they counted their days. Their day started at nighttime. Hmm. It's funny how our days start in the morning, but that's how, that's why they do night to night Cause that to them is the day. So it's really interesting how you start your day by resting. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Any other, uh, practical ways to rest you can think of? Um, I think, I mean, I I think it goes back to what we said
1: earlier. I think like, I think that's probably the biggest thing is that I think that's how you fight negligence is by maintaining some sort of like product productive productivity Mm -hmm. where it's like, if you work with your hands, then you work with your mind. If you work with your mind all day, then you work with your hands. Um, again, I, I think you have to be smart too about what, um, what's laziness to you. Um, and so, yeah, if you constantly stay in the house, I think going out and doing something is fun, walking in nature or going to a record store, nature walks or working out yeah, or anything, cooking food. I know a lot of people who get a lot of joy because they only cook on, and they don't do the dishes. They don't do the dishes until after. And it's a really, I, I don't want to say therapeutic. I guess it could be therapeutic. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of like reading. I like reading a lot. Yeah, I think podcasts are good. I Me don't know. too.
0: I think another big part of it is celebrating. So you celebrate people instead of things. You celebrate giving instead of receiving. You celebrate with your favorite music. You mm-hmm. sing in the shower. You don't care who hears you. You dance with your family. You throw mm-hmm. dinner parties. You worship with your church family. It's a joyful thing, and I can't we, we can't miss out on that part. Yeah, I think that'll help people. Uh, to me, also Monday is a half. I wouldn't call it Sabbath at all. In fact, Mondays I fast, but it is kind of helpful to, um, after a Sunday, because usually Mondays are the hardest day for a pastor, because we're always hard on ourselves. I enjoy that I have scheduled it to where this is where I talk to people. Mm -hmm. It's where I have our podcast with you. I'm about to have my uh, vlogger ministry cohort uh, at 1230. Like, to me, that's therapeutic of let's just not think about this next week fully yet. Let's just like be in conversation and kind of just get some that's how I kind of get rejuvenated is talking to people Mm -hmm. and kind of working through things. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Is there anything else? I hope, man, this was uh this is a good podcast. It was good. Yeah. You know, whatever. Good stuff. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Please let us please leave us a five star review on the podcast. Did you know you can do that? We would love that. Did you know? I love my listeners. 94% Ninety four percent of my listeners are on Apple Podcasts. Got some iPhone users up in this joint,
1: as opposed to like Spotify or something.
0: Like Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud. all that. Yeah. Are you on all those? I'm not on SoundCloud anymore. I hate SoundCloud. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I had to get off of it. it. Cost too much money, so I went to a new provider. Gotcha. Right on. But yeah, the other stuff, I think I'm on. I don't know. I know I'm on Spotify, mm. and I know I'm on like Google something, but. But iTunes. But iTunes. So leave at. a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram if you have any questions for the next week. We just want you to know that there is blessing and resting, and there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do it. You need to figure out your way. Uh, but the main emphasis, like Caleb so pointedly said, it needs to be focusing on King Jesus, and we hope that we encourage you to do that. Any last words, Caleb? Putting you on the spot. Yeah. Shout-out to Cool Carl. Yeet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, okay.